today's show, we'll expose four retirement truth bombs and other ways to prepare for them. Discover retirement concepts you need to know. When you're hitting that magic age of 65, you need to really start to do your research. Learn how to navigate through economic uncertainty. And anybody can retire. It's whether you can stay retired. That is the real point. A successful retirement doesn't happen by accident. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam Hello, everybody. This is Chuck Caton, consumer advocate, and it is time for Your Retirement with Sam Duell of Duell Financial Strategies. And it's my pleasure to welcome Sam in, along with Andy Schooler and Luke Von Abel. And uh, we have our first show here in the beautiful Northeast Wisconsin. And that was, uh, Sam, a, a home of mine for many, many moons. So uh, welcome. And uh, I know we've got a lot to talk about today, and it's going to be very, very interesting. And I know you do some good things for people. Yeah, we uh, we have a good time on the show. We have a good time uh, in the offices. And, yeah, I want to welcome you to the show, Chuck. We're really excited to, to kick this off. It'll be a little bit different uh, little bit different sound for those of you that have listened to us long term. But, Chuck, some folks may, uh, may recognize you on the show from uh, – as you said earlier, many, many moons ago, back in the 70s, you had a sports indulgence in Wisconsin and lived here for a while. Absolutely, and I loved it. In fact, two of our three sons were born in Madison, Wisconsin, at good old St. Francis Hospital, and uh, used to do Badger hockey in the Bob Johnson era. So if we have some uh, listeners who uh, certainly are of close to retirement age, they may remember uh, those days back when uh, the Badgers won the NCAA title in 1977. And, of course, we had uh, football under John Jardine back then and uh, Bill Cofield the late Bill Cofield was and Bo Ryan who is now uh, part of the Wisconsin basketball program was the assistant coach when I was there so that you know that was a long time probably before all of you were born (laughs) maybe maybe Andy and Luke probably not me so much but I mean I mean I don't know how much you followed uh, Badger sports up there but boy I tell you you're in a beautiful part of the country Uh, our station WIBA by the way was uh, one of the flagship stations of uh, Green Bay Packer football and I got up to uh, Lambeau Field quite often back uh, in the 70s uh, in the uh, old uh, Bart Starr era, you know, when he was coaching. And so, man, yeah, a lot of fun. So I'm very excited about this show, and I'm sure you're excited about it too because you, you talked about uh, before the break – Uh, Some truth bombs. What are we talking about here? Because to truly enjoy retirement, you've got to have a plan. You've got to plan carefully. We all know that. So break down some retirement uh, truth bombs, will you, uh, to to keep in mind for people out there listening. And I guess that first one is a very easy one. Uh, Your cost of living might not go down all that much, even though you might think so when you go into retirement. Right, Sam? Yeah, absolutely, Chuck. And that's, you know, truth bombs for us are those are those uh, nuggets are those pieces that you you've always heard about, right? When you go into retirement, everybody's always, it's always been this way, or my uncle said, or my current advisor said such and such. And come to find out a lot of these truth bombs aren't quite so true after all that they're actually the, the polar opposite. And that living cost may not go down all that much is is one that's very key. And we'll often ask people when they come in the office, like, look, are you really planning on taking a, you know, a 35 or a 40% pay cut when you go into retirement? Because that's what you're telling you. Hey, your costs are going to go down. You're not going to spend near as much money. Well, that's like going from one job to another and taking a big cut in pay. And most people don't because what happens is you substitute one expense for another expense because that's all you're doing. You're just shifting expenses. Unless you've got a, you know, a significant 
you know, unless you're driving every day to, to Milwaukee and back for work and you, you're wearing out vehicles and all of that sort of thing, uh, your expenses in retirement are probably going to be about the same as they've always been. So that's a biggie for people. And the, the second one, and Luke, you've spent a lot of time talking to people about this, is Social Security. Mm-hmm. Social Security in most cases is not going to be something that you can just live on alone. It's not a standalone uh, type of an account. Right, right. I mean, we see across the country that around 40% of people's income comes from Social Security. So the question becomes, do you want to live on Social Security alone? Um, And in most cases, not. I mean, the average paycheck from Social Security is just over $1,500 a month. Um, So that, that may not go as far. It goes quite a bit further here in the Fox Valley than it does in many other places. Um, but you're going to want to have proper placement, proper planning around other retirement assets um, to ensure that you can bridge some of those gaps for the other expenses and income needs that you'll have going into retirement. Absolutely. You know, Chuck, we also hear a lot um, from different sources. For some reason, it's gotten to where the number a million dollars is is the PAT number. That's what everybody says. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got to have a million dollars to retire. And you know, you know, you know, from living in Wisconsin, the standard of living, living up here is, is pretty decent. It doesn't cost a massive amount of money to live in Wisconsin. Now, if you've got really expensive tastes, a million dollars might not be enough. You may need more than that. But Andy, so many of the people that we that we meet with, I mean, we call them typically a lot of our clients, middle class millionaires. They don't live a million dollar lifestyle. They live much more of a conservative lifestyle typically. So. What about that? What about the ones that say, oh, you've got to have a million dollars to retire. There's, you can't possibly retire on anything less than that. What do you see with the people you meet with week after week? Well, I think the big thing that we need to keep in context is that what is your lifestyle? What is it like before you go into retirement? What is it going to be like after you go into retirement? There could be a bit more of an expense those first few years when you go into retirement. But in reality, most people here live within their means whether that is while they're working or when they go into retirement, we figure out what the income is and you have to figure out what the expenses are and you still have to live within your means. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have over a million dollars in order to be able to retire comfortably. Um, I, I think we get that question all the time is, you know, no matter what dollar amount you have, usually the first question is, can I retire? Yep, yep. And, and anybody can retire. It's whether you can stay retired that is the real point. So I think most people here do a wonderful job of staying within the boundaries and living within their means. And so do you have to have a million dollars? Not necessarily, if your lifestyle doesn't dictate that. Um, But I do think that having a plan and coming to the table and knowing what your income streams are and against your expenses and then what you do kind of have to plan for in the future, what's likely to happen is an important conversation to have. Yeah, and that's one of those things, Luke, that we always ask people have uh, kind of in hand when they come in for that first meeting when we do that initial retirement lifestyle review is not that you've got this line item budget that you know where every penny goes to, but you do need to spend some time as a, you know, a very quickly to be retiree here mapping out where does your money go now? What are you spending money on? Because that's part of that roadmap, part of that retirement lifestyle review is figuring out where's the money being spent now. And as we said at the beginning of the segment, how is that going to change? Because to your point earlier, you know, are magically 
35% of those expenses going away. Right. Right. Just because you're now retired. Yeah. You might, you might be shocked to see when you look at the line items of what you're spending money on that most of those are not going away. Right. Right. And if anything, I think, you know, now you have 2,500 extra hours a year that you have to figure out what, sure. what to do with. So what does that actually look like for you? Does it mean traveling south in the wintertime? Does it mean spending more times with the kids or the grandkids? Do they live somewhere else? Are they not close? Does it mean golfing, gardening? I don't know, going up north, whatever. But you have 2,500 extra hours. So what are your weekends look like and how much do your weekends cost you? And, and then figure it out from there as far as that B word is budget, not the other one. But it is important that you take a look at that because you really need to have a plan. I think that's a really good point with the extra time because with that time, you know, most of those activities you talk about come with a price. A price. Right. Yeah. Cost yeah. money to do those things and you didn't, you know, have as much time before to do those things. So it's a it's a good thing. Yeah. But. And there are going to be substitute expenses. Um, you know, Chuck, one of the things we hear from people that, that come into uh, come into our office a lot of times uh, and they're shocked by it um, is that they have this notion that Medicare is free. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a common misconception. So as you turn 65 and you are going to uh, apply for Medicare, you get the rude awakening that you have to pay a certain sum a month based on uh, if you're still working, for example, part-time, it can be anywhere from $148 up a yeah. month. And, you know, it's one of those things that because of the way that you pay for it, because by that time, most people, a, a great majority of people are on Social Security by that time. Mm -hmm. Right. So your Medicare premium ends up coming out of your Social Security. So it's kind of like, what's it? it's like a tax, you know? Right. I mean, it's like you don't notice it because it just comes out of there. But for those of you that are not on Social Security and you're going to start Medicare, there is a cost that comes with that. You have a Medicare premium, so that's an expense. And the other thing that you've got to keep in mind with Medicare is that Medicare covers the basics. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it's for. It's it's the basics um, of hospital, doctor, things like that. But there's extra costs there. Yeah. Right? And you're going to buy a supplement. Right. People are going to end up buying Medicare Part A, Medicare Part B supplements, maybe Medicare Part D, the, mm -hmm. the prescription drug part of it. When you get ready to head into Medicare, when you're hitting that magic age of 65, you need to start, I would say, even six months out to really start to do your research because that is what's going to be crucial for you. It's going to be vital for you to understand that these things aren't free. And one other thing that we're going to take a look at when you come in for your retirement lifestyle review is what is your income going to be? We don't have time to get into it in detail in today's program, but there's something that we call the IRMA tax, and this is an additional Medicare premium that you have to pay. It can go up above $400 per month for Medicare premiums if your income is too high. So right. you've got to do the right kind of planning. And you know what? It all boils down to the fact that all of the pieces of your financial puzzle need to fit together, whether we're talking about Medicare, Social Security, risk. What age should you start taking your Social Security benefit? How does it fit into your overall income plan? What about risk? Most of you don't know how much risk you're taking in your portfolio now. And is that amount of risk appropriate for you? Taxes. That's the biggie. That's the one thing that we find gets missed consistently is taxes. What about the tax implications of your savings? And what about the tax implications on those IRAs and 401ks? 
because that can easily turn into a tax time bomb for you. Is there a way to save money in taxes down the road? By planning proactively now. There's a lot that needs to be discussed. We found that most of you just haven't planned thoroughly enough to address all of the issues. So if you're managing your retirement yourself, or maybe you're realizing that there's a lot of these things that you haven't addressed yet, then you need to give us a call right now. We want you to come into the office. We want to see you for a retirement lifestyle review. And we want to give you a copy of the book that I wrote recently, Purpose Determines Placement. We want to get that in your hands. We want this comprehensive review for you so that you're educated and that you're ready to go down that road to retirement. All right, and the way to do that with Sam Duell of Duell Financial Strategies to get that book and to get that retirement review that uh, is going to be so uh, valuable to you is to call 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486, and Sam and his team will be at your service and uh, make sure that your retirement runs smoothly. Now, uh, we have a new segment coming up, Sam. That was an excellent uh, talk, and uh, now we're going to do some research in the next segment, aren't we? Yeah, according to research from Northwestern Mutual's 2020 Planning and Progress Study, the economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic has changed the retirement timeline for 30% of all Americans. We'll break it down when we come right back. We're back on Your Retirement with Sam Duell from Duell Financial Strategies. I'm consumer advocate Chuck Caton, and Sam has in studio uh, Andy Schooler and Luke Bonabel, uh, two very fine uh, people who uh, do uh, a lot of strategizing in your retirement, don't they, uh, Sam? I think uh, when you look at your uh, uh, company, the people that work, that serve our clients here, uh, they, are, they may be into statistics. They sit down and uh, look at things and... Uh, you talked about a little study uh, when it came to the pandemic changing things as far as retirement. And you can tell us a little bit about it here, because uh, according to uh, sources, uh, the study finds that 20% of U.S. adults uh, 18 plus have to or plan to delay retirement beyond well, what they expected for various and sundry reasons. And 10% plan to accelerate their timeline and maybe retire earlier than anticipated. What are you uh, finding well, I think across the board, we're we're starting to see those same types of trends ourselves. Uh, I think Andy and Luke can key on this as well. But we, we have noticed two distinct groups of people out there. Um, and the first one are ones that, you know, maybe, maybe they've had to back off a little bit because uh, they've had a job loss mm -hmm. and they haven't been able to fill it back in. I mean, how many would you say, Andy, that you've met with in the last – well, gosh, it's hard to believe that this has been going on darn near a year, a year now. Yeah. But, I mean, how many have you met that, that you've noticed are, are going to have to back off and wait a little bit longer? Um, probably half a dozen or so. Yeah, yeah. Luke, what about you? A few more than that. Yeah. That have been forced to, forced to retire and have said, no, nah, I'm not going to find anything else. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if that's you know, say a dozen or 15, I've probably met with, yeah, I bet I've met with eight or 10 people like that. So you think about it in the course of a year uh, with the number of people that, that we meet with, if there's 25 people in there mm -hmm. uh, that have figured they're going to have to delay, that's a pretty, uh, that could be a pretty significant number mm -hmm. across the board. Uh, so I think that, that 
the economy has caused that. I think that the uh, the closing of businesses has caused that. Uh, for sure, companies that have uh, that have pulled back uh, on their on their their business plans have certainly caused that. Um, so you know, if you're if you're one of those people that feel like you're going to have to work a little bit longer, then I, I would I would implore you to give us a call when we're talking about coming for us for a retirement lifestyle review. I think that you probably need this um, more than ever at this point because all of the things that we talk about um, the the risk factors that you could face the tax factors that you could face I mean we're working now where we see a potential change in taxes that could be pretty significant for most people uh, if you're thinking you're gonna have to add to that timeline that you're going to be working that's going to make a significant difference as well um, any any thoughts Luke Andy for for folks that are figuring they're gonna have to work a little bit longer now or they've delayed that retirement time frame by some certain standpoint um, if you're over 59 and a half I think it's a great time to look at what your options are um, because having more control over your retirement monies I think would give you some greater um, ease in just knowing that hey I've 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 got the bulk majority taken care of and it's outside that 401k because you don't have that many choices. I mean, you have whatever the plan offers, but that doesn't mean that they really fit what you need it to. So if you're over 59 and a half and you have the option for a non-hardship distribution, I think it's a great time to look at what the options are outside of your plan um, and, and maybe pull some of that over and get it better control over it. Yeah. Explain Luke, explain to the listeners. Uh, we use that phrase, uh, non-hardship distribution quite a lot and I, I know we get questions on it when people come in they'll ask us they'll say what what exactly are you talking about when you mention this this non-hardship distribution thing and this 59 and a half is like some sort of a magic age they're really interested in it mm -hmm. uh, the vast majority of people didn't even know it existed but tell the listeners a little bit more about what specifically is that what's it allow you to do well the non-hardship distribution allows uh, you a worker to start accessing your 401k funds in the form of um, a rollover to get them out of your current plan to do something differently uh, whether whether it's planning whether it's a risk um, thing but 59 and a half is kind of the magic number because that's the f earliest age that you're eligible to take distributions from your plan without penalty right. so those that age kind of coincides with that and most company plans will allow you to do that non-hardship distribution or what's called an in-service distribution while you're still working and if you're gonna do that uh, correctly you can still make contributions to your plan because you don't want to miss out on additional match opportunities right. or contributions while you're continuing to work but it is a, a chance to start to take funds out of the uh, 401k and transition them to somewhere else for a, a different purpose. Yeah, so that's that's an option for you. And you know that's actually an option if you're fifty nine and a half. As I said, is the magic number there. Whether you're whether you're still working for that company or not working for that company. Uh, but for those of you that that plan to continue to work, you know, Chuck, I thought this was a really interesting survey when I when I read it. Um, some of the numbers that they gave us for why people continue to work. Uh, out of the the top reasons for that. 
the biggest reason for everybody was just that they enjoyed their job. They enjoyed their career, and they wanted to continue to work. Oh, absolutely, and I can put myself in that category uh, in the late 60s that I am, and I'm doing uh, this program with you because I enjoy working with people like yourself and people who can uh, help with retirement planning. And I think that uh, you know a lot of people are also a little skeptical about, uh, as you mentioned earlier, what Social Security will do. It will not uh, be the be-all and end-all uh, with your monthly expenses, especially if you've got a, a life lifestyle that you want to maintain from pre-retirement, right? So yeah. I, I guess, the you know, when you look at uh, working longer, um, you hope it's not out of necessity, and you hope people like uh, to, to do what they are doing, and that's where you can help. And I think the biggest thing is that people should, you talk about your phone number, you should uh, be calling out there at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486, and let Sam and the team help you with it because if working longer is uh, in your uh, desire even if you have to i think a lot of people are scared don't you think sam uh, you know with the people coming to retirement they don't have enough saved uh, they don't think social security is going to be there what about the some of the uh, the concerns that they may have that uh, may necessitate working longer well i think fear plays a big role in that fear of the unknown you know we've we've seen so much change in so many different areas here over the last 12 to 18 months with uh with the whole pandemic thing and boy that really uh, that almost kind of changed people's hardwiring in their brains the way they think about things but uh, you know we've had an administrative change we've we've had a change that uh regardless of what your uh, what your political leanings are what your political feelings are um we've literally gone in the last 24 months from one end of the political spectrum to the complete opposite 180 degree other end of the political spectrum and boy that just that scares the stuffing out of people when stuff like that happens mm -hmm. and i know andy we're getting a lot of people in today that are saying that that part of their concern today is the political environment and they don't know what's going to happen in taxes and they're very scared about it well i think it's fair to have those feelings i mean there's so much unknown and the media hypes everything and the hardest part is turning off the news yeah yeah <laughs> so um you know you want to stay informed about what's going on so that you can make decisions particularly for retirement because that's going to affect you not just now but you know 20 30 years into the future yeah so it's it's hard not to be fearful when there's so much unknown yeah luke what are you what kind of fears are you hearing people having coming in well i think my mind was going to and people talking about you know, working longer is, do they know how long they have to work? Yeah, that's good Because point. so many people that come in, they're unsure. They're working because they're trying to hit a certain benchmark, but a lot of times it's not for any good particular reason. They don't have a plan already in place right. that states that they need X amount of dollars and this is the amount of income that they need. So if you're not aware of what you need for retirement, another opportunity for coming in is to find out if you can retire now. I yep. mean, if you enjoy your job, that's great. Then you can continue going in because you enjoy it. But if not, find out whether you are in a position now to retire. Yep, yep, absolutely. And, and folks, we are very passionate. Myself, Andy, Luke, we're very passionate about our belief that you deserve a secure, independent retirement. And that's why we offer these no cost, no obligation, no pressure consultations to our radio listeners to help get you on and keep you on that path. We want to see you to and through retirement. Setting down for a retirement lifestyle review just helps you determine how prepared you are to handle retirement pitfalls. Things like inflation, things like health emergencies, stock market volatility, taxation. You've worked hard for your money. 
you've worked extraordinarily hard doing those rotating shifts. So now you need an advisory firm to work equally as hard for you to help you protect and grow that money. There's a wide variety of tools and services available in the financial world today. We'll show you how to harness those tools. We'll show you how to harness those services to create a plan tailored for you not for your neighbor, not for your brother-in-law, for you. How to achieve a lifetime of security thanks to a lifetime of income. So let's get to work on some fact-based approaches that you deserve. It'll get you better answers. It'll get your financial challenges and your objectives taken care of. If you call right now, not only are you going to get that financial review and the second opinion package that we talk about, other people charge up to $1,000 for these. But when you come in, you're going to get a copy of the brand new book that I wrote last year. That's called Purpose Determines Placement. That's going to help you along the way. It's a nine-step guide to see you to and through retirement. As well as that, we're going to sit down with you. We're going to do an evaluation of where you're at now, an evaluation of where you want to get to. We're going to run all of your current investors, uh, investments through our risk allies profiles to make sure that what you have fits you. And if it doesn't, we can show you things that will fit you better. And we're going to talk to you about future taxation and how you need to start preparing for that today. Give us a call, sit down together for about an hour, and we can get you on the right road to financial security and independence. Absolutely, Sam. And uh, he means it. And Andy and Luke are at your service as well. And the way you can reach them is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 to get that comprehensive review. And uh, also Sam's book, Purpose Determines Placement. All a part of that premium when you come in and visit uh, with the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies. That's 866-203-7486. You can't afford to delay. Uh, if you're not confident with what uh, you feel about retirement, they can put you at ease because they will have all the information that you will need, and they'll sit down with you. And as Sam said, it's not a cookie-cutter approach. It's an approach done for you. That's 866-203-7486, 866-203-7486. Well, we've got to take a break again, Sam, but what's coming up next? Well, we'll talk a little bit about the fact that you've got a 401K, and that's a good thing. But we'll also dig into why having a Roth IRA to complement it could be just what the retirement doctor ordered. Details after this. We're back again with Retiring Your Way, Your Retirement with Sam Duell at Duell Financial Strategies. And we are here with Sam, with Andy Schooler, and with Luke Von Abel. And I'm Chuck Caton, consumer advocate, uh, and uh, once upon a time, a resident of the great state of Wisconsin. But uh, And I, we enjoyed every minute of it, as we said earlier, Sam. Uh, my kids are almost retirement age now. <laughs> Time, well, actually, I'm kind of stretching a little bit. They're in their 40s, but uh, they've got 401ks. Uh, yep. They should think about Roths, and that this is something that you just talked about here uh, before the break. So, uh, again, if you're out there uh, saving in a 401k, maybe the Roth IRA uh, might seem unnecessary to add to your retirement plan. But let me tell you something. Having done this myself, Sam, uh, it is very, very good. You could be surprised to learn uh, that uh, there are some features of the Roth that you may not know about, that you're going to uh, enlighten us about, that can improve 
our listeners financial flexibility when it comes to retirement. And I'll tell you, I really believe in that. And uh, you can uh, kind of enumerate those for us. Yeah, the, the Roth is an interesting, it's an interesting animal because it's it's an IRA, it's an individual retirement account. But the Roth IRA, relative to the history of savings accounts, if you will, uh, is quite a newcomer. It really hasn't been around that long. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, a lot of us that are, uh, that are in our 50s and 60s, we haven't had the the time, um, you know, the time gift, I guess, of being able to put into a Roth because the the basic premise to a Roth is the tax-free implications of when the money comes out of it. Mm-hmm. So the difference between a Roth IRA and a regular IRA or something like a 401k is that when you put money into a Roth IRA, you've already paid taxes on that money. That's called post-tax money. When you put money into a 401k or a traditional IRA, that's called pre-tax money. So you get a tax break on the front. You're not paying taxes on the money that goes into that traditional IRA, and then you're not paying taxes on the gains as it goes along. Where a Roth IRA differs is that you've already paid taxes on the money that goes into it. But all of the growth of that Roth IRA forever forward is tax-free it can be passed down to heirs your spouse your children anybody that you would want to give it to the money continues to be tax-free so that is something that in today's uh, you know very much unknown tax environment that we think is is really important and Luke there's one attribute to a Roth that many people misunderstand honestly i believe that there are many advisors and many tax preparers that Mm -hmm. don't understand this but tell the listeners about the ability to access a roth ira in a pinch Mm -hmm. or whatever the case might be without a penalty how does that work kind of the lesser known facts that most people aren't aware with the roth is that you can access your contributions to the Roth IRA at any time. Because as Sam just talked about, the difference between the IRA and the Roth IRA is that Roth IRA, you've already paid the taxes on that contribution. So Uncle Sam isn't as concerned about those funds at that point because it's already gone across that tax threshold. Right. So you have the ability to access your contributions from your Roth IRA without penalty, even if you're, say, 45 years old. Right. Now, you don't want to access the growth of the, the Roth IRA. Exactly. That would be penalized yes. if you started to do that. Exactly. Um, but if you just access, access the contributions, you can almost think of that money um, if you wanted to as an emergency fund. It wouldn't be ideal to you know be setting that money aside as an emergency fund, but it is there and accessible for, for you. Yeah. And make sure, folks, that the person preparing your taxes or even if you have to give an education to the person that's your advisor, make sure you know and understand that point about Roth IRAs because we find that there are more mistakes made and more ill advice given on that single topic than any other thing concerning a Roth IRA. 
Uh, I can tell you a story of one of our clients two years ago, under the age of 59 and a half, uh, there was a job change. We needed to access some funds. We wanted to be able to do some things in a very efficient manner. Uh, we didn't want to withdraw money from a standard IRA. Uh, there were some uh, age limitations on that. So we said, look. And just, they were under 59 and a half. And he was under the 59 and a half. So we said, look, just take it out of the Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. You can do that. You can take your basis from this Roth IRA. So they did that, took it in. I got a call from them about three weeks after tax season that year, and they said, Sam, can I bring my tax return in and have you take a look at it? I think the people, and I'm not going to name names, is one of the one of the big block firms that, that did the tax preparation for them. They said, I think they made a mistake on this. Will you look at it? So I took a look at it, and they did. The person that did the tax preparation had shown that distribution to be non-legitimate. So they got the 10% penalty on it, all of the things that happened. And I said, no, you take it back to them. I printed off the IRS webpage where that particular rule is at. And I said, take your return back to them, give them this piece of paper and say, look, fix this because it's not correct. So make sure that that portion is understood. Second thing, tax-free withdrawals. Folks, that's a biggie. That's a huge portion for you when it comes time to do these things efficiently during retirement because one of the most common mistakes that people make is tax efficiency. You want to be able to do this in a very efficient manner. And then another piece of this, and Chuck, I don't know, you know, we've we've uh, only been on the show together here for a short period of time, but yeah. you mentioned before that you're in your, your late 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if you're drawing Social Security yet or not. Yes. Um, but you've learned, maybe the hard way, that this whole thing about Social Security is that, unfortunately, when you get into retirement, in most cases, your Social Security is taxed. Absolutely. And that's one of the big surprises when I started taking it, which was about two calendar years ago. I said, what do you mean taxing Social Security? I've put all this money in over the years that I've worked as a broadcaster, and now all of a sudden I've got to uh, pay tax on the, the what I'm trying to recoup from the government from what I put in as an investment. Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was fair, but uh, you know, we'll try to make some adjustments and try to minimize that, and you've got the way to do it. Yeah, and that is a big surprise for a lot of people, Chuck. When they retire, they just don't realize that that there's going to be taxation on that Social Security. And then what happens is, Andy, we've seen this in in quite a number of cases where people are going along fine, and they've retired, and they're taking money out of an IRA or a 401k, and that's supplementing their income. And then all of a sudden, they get to this point where they start taking Social Security, and now they've added depending upon where you fall in at most people are either taxed on 50 percent of their social security or 85 percent of it but all of a sudden they've got another twenty five thirty thousand dollars plus hitting this tax return every year so the roth ira in that instance andy if you're trying to do efficient tax planning that can be a great tool at that point too because you can take these withdrawals from it and not affect your tax bracket well, we have a number of our clients that are using the Roth IRAs that they have to continue the income stream without affecting their um, ACA plan premiums. So you could still get some help with that. So there's yeah. definitely... A lot of areas. Yep. There's definitely a lot of ways that you can use Roth IRAs so that you get the income that you need, perhaps, but not necessarily affecting some of the other um, financial areas that can be affected by additional income that is taxable. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's a, that's the only thing with taxation, and that's where these Roth IRAs can come in really handy, is we want to try to keep as little of that money taxable as possible. Well, the next thing, too, and finally, as we wrap up this segment, is here's something I like, even though I haven't started doing this yet because I haven't reached the golden age of 72, is required minimum distributions. You don't have to worry about that uh, when you take it out of the Roth account. You don't have to take any RMDs out of a Roth, right? Correct. That is correct. So um, you're... You're not because you've already paid the taxes on that money. There's no mandatory withdrawal for you, um, you the person that has earned that money, and it gives you the option to pass that money on to your heirs tax-free as well. Absolutely, the Roth IRA gives you options, folks, and that's the big thing about a Roth is it's going to give you options later on that you didn't necessarily have. So a part of what you have to have done in this process is being educated. That's a big goal of our show is to educate you, to educate you on how these different things work. So what we'd like to do is continue that education for you. So the the strategies that we talk about here, the plans that we talk about, these work best for people that have saved at least $200,000. Most of these strategies from a tax perspective or from an income perspective work best at that number. We're not going to turn you away regardless of the amount of money that you've saved. But we want to give you a complimentary financial review of that entire piece of the puzzle for you. We call it a retirement lifestyle review because we found that there's about three things that most of you don't have a true understanding on. Number one, you don't know how much you're paying in fees and commissions. Number two, you don't know how much unnecessary risk you're taking with your nest egg. And number three, and this one is huge, you don't understand the tax implications of the different parts of your retirement savings. Myself, Andy, Luke, we'll sit down with you. We'll help you understand all of these listeners. Many of you go through this process and you eventually become our clients, but others don't, and that's okay. This process isn't designed to turn every one of you into a client. It's an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. We can't give you specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get some answers to some of your specific questions. Bring the questions. We'll see if we can provide the answers for you. Call right now. If you're one of the next 10 callers in, we'll get you scheduled for that retirement lifestyle review. We will get you a complimentary copy of the book that I wrote called Purpose Determines Placement. That's a nine-step guide to see you to and through retirement. And we will get you on the right path, headed in the right direction. All right, that sounds good, Sam. So you heard what he said. The next 10 callers at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. We'll get that complimentary retirement lifestyle review. It is uh, worth a lot. And uh, he'll even toss in purpose determines placement. His uh, very uh, fine best-selling book. And again, it's 866-203-7486. That's uh, 866-203-7486. And you can retire with confidence. You can get the plan laid out for you. And as Sam said, there's no pressure. There's no uh, uh, fee involved. Uh, there is uh, no cost, no obligation. But I have a funny feeling that you're going to enjoy working with Sam or Andy or Luke uh, here at Dual Financial strategies. Again, that number, 866-203-7486. 
866-203-7486. Fast-moving show. I think it's been a a good one, the first uh, show that we've done together, uh, Sam and company. Uh, Now we're going to get to the good part, aren't we, next? Absolutely. When we come back, time again for questions from our listeners. That and more. We're back on Your Retirement uh, with Sam Duell and Duell Financial Strategies. I'm Chuck Caton, and we have uh, Andy Schooler in our studios, along with Luke Van Abel and uh, the man for whom the company is named, Sam Duell. He's uh, a guy that can help you out in retirement planning at 866-203-7486. Uh, that is 866-203-7486. That's the way to reach him, and it's the question and answer time right now. Uh, are you uh, feeling like the shell answer man, or are you going to uh, delegate some of these questions, Sam? I think we've got a variety of uh, listeners in the Fox Valley that want to hear from you here. Yeah, well, well, I'll try to delegate as many of them as I can. <laughs> okay, very good. Spoken like a, uh, a true diplomat and a true uh, delegator, a, a true administrator, and a fine one indeed, I want to say. All right, we're going to go to Appleton with our first question. And uh, Robert is there, and uh, he says that I inherited a small IRA when my mother passed away. Now, is there any way, I don't know about this question, but uh, I'm going to throw it at you. Is there any way to avoid income taxes? I don't need the income at this time, uh, and uh, can I keep it in an IRA? So, don't know what you're going to say on this thing, but I bet the answer is no. Well, it's a... For the most part, yes. The answer, the answer is no. It's a multi. It's a multi-layered answer, uh, actually. So, um, first of all, when someone passes away and you inherit an IRA, and you are not the spouse, that's called a non-spousal inheritance. When you do that, the rules are different for you. Um, so, what happens when uh, when you inherit an IRA and you're not the spouse? You're the you know you're a child or you're a cousin or whatever you happen to be um, the first thing that happens is no you can't avoid income taxes now what you can do is you can to a certain degree delay the income taxes absolutely because at this point in time there's a rule in place that says if a non-spouse inherits an IRA they have to have the value of that account withdrawn within 10 years Okay, that's what you have to do. So you don't have to take it all out at once, Robert. The money doesn't have to come out of there all at one time. You can if you want to, but understand that taxes are due and payable on every penny coming out of that regular IRA. So you are going to have a tax obligation for it. Um, You can keep it in an IRA. You're going to turn that into what we call a beneficiary IRA or an inherited IRA. But you will have to set up the equivalent of a required minimum distribution like your mother had if she was at that age when she passed you will have to set up an annual distribution out of that account with the key of that being that the money has to be removed from that account in 10 years so robert you can't avoid paying the taxes on it but if you want to talk to us about it we can show you how to at least spread out paying the taxes yeah very good point by uh, you sam and i think for our listeners they should know that things change you used to be able to inherit that ira and then uh, amortize that over your life 
right to take it out. But now, as you say, it's got to be done over 10 years. That's a new rule. Okay, let's go to Shirley in Green Bay now, who's considering cutting back to part-time work. She's been working full-time. She's 63 years old. Uh, My husband, unfortunately, passed away a few years ago. I want to know if it would be possible to receive his Social Security benefits and still work part-time. Luke, speaking of delegating, you are, you are the uh, Social Security savant in the office. Why don't you handle that one? So you can surely start to collect a benefit, like a widow's benefit, off of your husband's uh, record, which would be reduced down um, depending on the age that you start to draw that out. If you're you know, before full retirement, there's a, there's a scale for reducing that benefit down, but you would be eligible to start drawing that benefit. You will want to keep in mind as you're you're talking about continuing to work part-time in some capacity that there is a limitation on the amount of money that you can earn outside of um, Social Security from earned income. So this is business income or um, you know, W-2 from a job income. 1099. 1099, 1099 or W-2 yep. um, income. So you'll want to keep, if you're Prior to your full retirement age, you'll want to keep your income under $18,960 in a given year. If you do go over that, that's a good problem to have, but you will see a reduction in the amount of your Social Security benefits. So for every um, dollar or every $2 that you go over, there will be a dollar reduction in the amount of benefits. So you can do that. Um, you can visit the ssa.gov site and also search survivors benefits guide. There's some resources there for you as well. Yeah. Anything that pertains to social security, we found that that website is, is a very valuable resource for you. So you might want to write that down. Uh, surely that'll be valuable for you. And for any of the rest of you, if you want to write that down, it's just, it's just www.ssa.gov and that'll get you to the, uh, generic portion of the account, uh, you can set up your own account there so that you can actually log in and see your Social Security particulars as well. All right, that's a good one. And uh, she wants to be called Shirley as opposed to Officer Drebin from Naked Gun, right? And he said, don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> it's 866-203-7486 uh, to have your questions answered too and to get a hold of Sam and his team at uh, Dual Financial Strategies. Uh, let's go to Maddie and to Pear now. Uh, who uh, says my company offers a 401k and a Roth 401k. And uh, we don't see too many companies that do that, but uh, uh, Maddie is very uh, fortunate, I suppose. Currently, I contribute uh, 6% of my 401k and then 8% of my Roth 401k out of uh, my income. Is this a good long-term strategy? I want to contribute all to my Roth 401k starting in July of this year. So uh, tell me, is that a better strategy? Well, Maddie, I would say that um, anything that you can put away in regards to tax-free, so the more that you can funnel to the Roth IRA long-term, I think that's always better to have no taxes later on than to have more money going into an account that you are deferring taxation simply because we don't know what taxes are going to be later on. Unless there's some strategic reason that you're working with a CPA and they're telling you you should contribute to a traditional plan or your traditional 401k, I would I would definitely go with everything to your Roth portion so that you are building tax-free income later on. Yeah, and your tax preparer or, or whoever does that for you, they should be able to run a, even like a mock tax return for you to see if it would, uh, affect you. if it would affect you from a tax perspective. 
The only other consideration, Maddie, that I would give you um, is that a lot of times companies will only match into that pre-tax non-Roth. Yeah. So um, you don't want to give up the free money by you know, just contributing everything to the Roth. I would agree with you, Andy, that that long-term is, is the best strategy, but don't leave that free money on the table, um, even if it means just contributing the bare minimum amount to maximize your match amount. Get yeah. the free money, then move on. Exactly. That's right. That's another song. Take the money and run. We were going with all that stuff, right? Okay. It's, it's theme day. It is theme day. Absolutely. All right. Final question here for Sam and the team. And it is uh, from Little Shoot. And uh, I've been that. Uh, I was there a long, long time ago. Ed's there. And he's turning 70. And he's got uh, a pretty good amount of money, just under $200,000 in a simple savings account. But he says, I realize now that I have lost a lot of opportunities for growth in this money over the years by not placing it into a different type of account. So I want to know at my age, my options for investing this money are much smaller. I understand that. But uh, what should I consider doing with this money to help it grow? Well, you know, we can we can absolutely synthesize with you on that, Ed. It is it's a little bit today keeping money just in a simple savings account or in the bank or credit union. Uh, I often say it's kind of like getting nibbled to death by ducks. Uh, <laughs> they just you know they get all of you at some point in time, just a yeah. little piece at a time. But um, you know, you've got a lot of options, Ed. There's a lot of things that you can do uh, if if you're wanting to do things like in the stock market, you can do that. Uh, we use a lot of very sophisticated software today to analyze risk levels and to analyze people's uh, relative risk levels and what they can handle and then uh, you can do things called tactical investing where uh, you know you kind of have some predefined limitations on uh, the amount that accounts can change uh, uh, on a downward scale or you, there's even things you can go to in the uh, what we would call the principal preservation world. Uh, insurance companies uh, offer offer solutions today where you can get either fixed accounts uh, with fixed amounts of interest, uh, and you're certainly well within the age of that. Or you can even go to that sort of a uh, that sort of a strategy and uh, participate in the growth of the market. You can get some of that upside potential of it, but at the same time, you can insulate yourself from downside risk. So, uh, I Ed, I'd love to talk to you. Give us a call. We'd um, we don't want you to think that you don't have any options because, uh, uh, you know, age is relative, right, Chuck? Absolutely, age is relative, and uh, that's why I enjoy doing this program with you guys. It keeps me young, you know? I mean, all of you guys probably don't remember the 1977 Badger hockey season, right? <laughs> uh, no, but I'm guessing that we've got folks that do. Absolutely, <laughs> and, and you've got a great offer for them. Yeah, we, we really just want to talk to you about going over your checklist because you've got to make sure that all of the financial puzzle pieces are going to fit together. And the, the big three that we find for most of you today uh, are Social Security, at what age should you start taking it, how's it going to fit into your overall income picture, that's a biggie. Number two is risk, how much are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age and for the amount of return that you're actually getting? So number three then are taxes. Understanding what the tax implications of your savings are going to be because many of you have saved in the type of plans that will be taxed in the future at unknown rates at a given point in time. So is there a way to save money in taxes down the road by planning proactively now? Now there's a lot more to discuss than that, but what we found is that most folks just haven't planned thoroughly enough to address all of these issues. So whether you're managing your retirement plan by yourself, you're realizing that there's a lot that needs to be done you haven't addressed, or maybe you've got a current planner or advisor and you just you can't help thinking that they aren't touching on all of these different subjects for you. 
Let's get together, talk about where you're at, educate you further, give you that retirement lifestyle review. I want to get a copy of my book, Purpose Determines Placement, in your hands, and I want you to be educated, and I want you to be able to check off the goals on that checklist and get yourself into the retirement that you deserve. Absolutely, Sam. And the way to do that and reach Sam Duell and his uh, wonderful team is by calling 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And uh, you'll get that book, Purpose Determines Placement. Uh, you'll get that uh, lifestyle review uh, for your retirement. And that's something that will give you, uh, well, the kind of confidence that you deserve to have uh, from Sam and his team at uh, Dual Financial Strategies. That's 866-203-7486. Well, Sam, it's been a thrill to be with you for our first show. I hope uh, you felt it went well. I hope our listeners enjoyed everything uh, you, Andy, and Luke had to say. And uh, what do you have to say as a, a final farewell? Hey, we're looking forward to uh, week two. Hope all of the listeners enjoyed it. Hope you got something from it today and have a great weekend. And we'll be back here again, same time next week. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.